All right. Three, two, one. And we are good to go. Welcome back to another episode of Molding the Mindset. I am your host, Bob Giosa. Today, it will be me and myself on the mic. And I hope everyone's week has been going well. I hope everyone is looking forward to the weekend. Hope Friday went great for all you guys. I hope you guys have a bunch of plans this weekend. And I hope that you can finish your week off strong. And it's good to be back. Didn't do an episode last week. Took the week off. Um, Just wanted to let everyone catch up on the first 10 episodes. Uh, Also a little busy uh, as, you know, this move to LA. Still trying to get up on my feet. We are working two jobs now, so... Things are a little crazy. Um, actually, working at a high-end art and antique shipping warehouse, shipping and packaging warehouse. Get to go on different job sites every day, which is pretty cool. Um, but it's allowing me just to get up on my feet and uh, you know have some money coming. It's, you know, have some money coming in. It's it's finally nice to stop the hemorrhaging on my bank account that was happening the first few weeks while I looked for some jobs. Uh, also, working at a bar. Um, which is nice, and I'm, you know, staying busy. Um, I think the next, you know, the final step is to get my own place, which is in the works right now. Hopefully, we'll have that in the next couple of weeks, and we will be, you know, on the way. So, you know, crawling. It's a slow start, but it's a start nonetheless, and we're definitely making some progress, and I'm loving the way things are going right now. Um, and have a lot of stuff that I want to get done, and a lot of stuff that I want to do. I want to continue to build this podcast. So um, I'm going to be trying to put one of these out per week, and not try. We're going to put one of these out a week, and want to in, you know want to do some different guests and reach out to some different people, and I'll do some topics on my own. But as we go forward with this, and I start to try to grow this, I really want to start to bring on some interesting guests and talk about some some different experiences um, other than my own. But today. I'll be riding solo. I'm going to jump into a topic that I think will be good for me to talk about. Um, I think it will be good to, to finally get some things off my chest um, with everyone who knows what we're going to be talking about. Uh, you'll kind of understand. Um, but what we're going to be talking about today is seen. If you followed my Instagram or anything, if you, if you follow my social media, if you follow any of um, you know, the people that are affiliated with that project, if you're, if you're from Philadelphia, then you'll know what I'm talking about. If you are not from Philadelphia, if you are listening and you know, you're based anywhere outside of that, uh, welcome to the podcast. I am from Philadelphia. So that's why I referenced that. Um, yeah. So today I'll be talking about scene. I'll be opening up. I'll be giving an update as far as where it's at. Is it dead? You know, are we still doing it? What's going on with it? Where is it? We did all this marketing. We did all this hype for it. And there's nothing to show for it, right? So I'll update everyone on that. We'll talk about where that's at. And then at the same time, I'll jump into things that I've learned along the way over these last 18 months or so uh, in regards to trying to build a business from the ground up, from the, from just conception, just the, the idea, or just, I'm sorry, just a concept. 
just a con- just a pure concept. It was a thought in someone's head. It was a one pa- it was a one page word document. How I tried to take that and turn it into what it still will be. Uh, there's a spoiler for you. It is not dead. Uh, it is still alive. But yeah, let's get into it. So let's let's rewind a little bit here. Uh, about three years ago, and as I had mentioned, you know I've been working you know, a few years back. If you listen to the episode about the importance of mentors, I had mentioned me working with my uncle, who became a very big mentor of mine. It kind of changed the way that I thought about things and how I went about my life. And I always knew I had a big vision, wanted to do big things, but never really necessarily knew what that meant or what that road was or what that path was or is. And I still don't necessarily know if I know what that path is, but I have a, a, a you know a more clear sense of the direction I'm headed in. Um, three years ago, I, I came up with this idea for a fitness app and started to kind of piece it together. And all the people that I had around me have never worked in apps before. They never worked in the tech space. They're business people, but they didn't, you know, they were more on the corporate side. They weren't on the startup side, had no idea where to even start, where to even begin. I just knew I had this idea and I wanted to pursue it. So from there, it eventually led into meeting some people. I ended up contacting some developers. I hooked up with a lawyer who has helped me. I I did mention him in the mentors episode as well. Um, you know, he introduced me to another developer who was eventually the one that would work on scene. Uh, so I worked on that fitness app and as I was working on that fitness app, it, you know, it dawned on me that one, this is an extremely difficult thing to do. Uh, creating an app, starting an app is one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do in my life. Taking an idea on top of that, taking an just an idea, just a thought, and trying to turn it into a functioning product, I haven't even got past that stage yet, and I'm all, you know, even that, I'm letting you know right now, it's extremely difficult. If anyone has ever tried to start a business, or even a podcast, then it doesn't matter what it is. You know how difficult it is to get it off the ground. So as I was working on this fitness app, I was introduced to a couple, they go by the name of Brandon and Danielle, Brandon Matthews and Danielle Maslany, who I was introduced to them because of the fitness app and I was talking to them about the fitness app. Brandon had this idea uh, that he had called Scene. He really wanted someone to take the idea that he had and conceptualize it, put it together and develop the product and you know bring it to fruition. Uh, Brandon's a semi-professional golfer. He's on the web.com tour at the moment, trying to make his way to the PGA tour. Shout out to him. Um, and he wanted to give it to someone who, who had the drive and ambition to, to make, to make it possible. Um, so we met in September of 2017, the end of September, 2017, he had brought the idea to me. And at the time, I was still trying to work on two apps, right? And it wasn't until six months into it that Scene took full control because it was—it sort of had the wheels. Um, you know, we made a ton of mistakes along the way, and mainly talking about myself, we you know made some mistakes. But 
let's just start at how to even get from concept to development, right? So Brandon has this idea. I am then in charge of bringing it to life, right? So what I did was conceptualize the idea. I sat down and I go, okay, if this was an app, how would it function, right? If I was the user of this app, how would it function? Laid out all that. Then from there, I stumbled upon AJ Picard, another episode that I did with, I actually did an episode with AJ. Uh, stumbled upon him, we talked about it in the episode. Met with him, started to visualize the product. Not only what how it would function, I did some sketching on my own, but how it would function, but what it would look like, and what the buttons would look like on screen, this, that, and the other. From there, took it to a developer, right? To get quotes, at least, to understand what I would need in order to get this thing off the ground. Got a quote from a development company based in India, and from there, it was on to moving in moving on to investors, right? So we had the first set of, and now this is all over the course of 2017 into 2018, um, you know, had the concept, visualized it. We had the, you know, I had the version one um, mock-ups on a PowerPoint that I was going to start sending to some people to reach out to, had some help from Uncle Joe, you know, his, his, a couple of his uh, connections wanted in on the idea because he had just told him about the simple idea. So I think I had then made my first mistake. And my first mistake was putting together a team or finding investors, you know, instead of finding just the people that wanted to invest and be, you know, just silent partners and they wanted to, you know, to let me do my thing and just running on my own, I put together a team that I thought would be able to push the sales and marketing, right? And in doing so, I think I misstepped, not saying that those people aren't great, not saying I didn't need those, but I went in reverse order and not going, okay, just get the money and then from there, just focus on the product. What I ended up doing in hindsight, I, I, if I had to go back, I would I would do it in reverse. Was would be just to get the product and not. I don't even know if I should say that much. Right, you still need you still need to put a team together. So I don't even know if that would make you know if that would be the correct thing to say. And it's funny as I'm trying to think this out, I'm reflecting on it and and, and trying to view the experience. Um, I'm trying to hover over the experience and really replay the scenario in my head. And I think it's sort of a chicken or egg situation with putting the team together because you need money, right? You need money to, to make the product. However, you don't want to put a team together and then, okay. So as I talk about that, you I catch you catch the, I catch where I want to go with that. So I think, in hindsight, now I would definitely still put a team together, right? You need the money, 
You need to put a team together. I think what we had done though was set a precedent that that we didn't that we couldn't meet. We didn't meet it. Right? None of us have ever put an app together. And there would be the lesson right there, right? So If you're going to try and start an app or any tech startup, I would say when it comes to building a team, your first goal, if you have no tech experience, now looking back on the situation, I think that I didn't know what I didn't know. And I thought I had to develop a company who would collaborate and stuff like that, but it was, you know, I wasn't thinking that at the time, right? I just wanted to get the product out there. I wanted to get this. Had the money. Wanted to get the product developed. Wanted to get it out there. Wanted to get it going. And in doing so, the first huge misstep was not bringing on someone who had tech experience from the get-go. Whether they were going to develop for it or not, you need a tech co-founder. You need someone who has the experience in the tech world and I think that's where we was our fir- was my first misstep. Not actually putting the team together. Putting the team together was correct, right? We needed money. We needed to raise funds. Uh, I needed people who were going to help me and my weaknesses is from a from a sales or business strategy standpoint. We needed those people, and at the same time, we also needed the tech per you know the tech side of it because we didn't have that. Even though I had a developer. They weren't responsible for for how the app was going to function. They weren't responsible for saying, hey, this doesn't make any sense. Right? Their business model is, what do you want? Okay, here's what you ask for. And we had no one to counterbalance that. We didn't know what we didn't know. I would just go, oh, okay. Like, you know, they would give a little bit of feedback here and there. And I go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Let's do this. Let's do that. So, starting with a tech, finding a tech person with background in building apps or software development should be your first goal when it comes to building your team. If you're into the tech space. If you're in the app space, if you're into software development, or if you're trying to build a you know a, a tech product, your first goal should be conceptualize the idea. You know, write it all out. What do you want? What do you want to accomplish with this product? How do you want this app to, or how do you want this product to function? What is its purpose? What do you do with it? How does it make people's lives better? This, that, and the other, right? And then when you move to that next phase after conceptual conceptualization, right, it's time to, okay, now it's time to develop. Okay, what do I need to do to develop? I need to raise funds, obviously, unless you can bring on a tech co-founder who has develop, who has development experience and they could do it and they're willing to do it for equity, then that is great. I'll tell you right now that that's a lot to ask for someone 
and you have you need someone who is willing to take on a massive risk because they're going to put in so much time that for them to get compensated nothing would be a huge low blow. So unless you can find that person who's willing to work for equity when you have no funds, then your first thing after conceptualization and into the development stage is to raise money and to give out equity for you know for cash or however you want to structure that. But you're going to need to build a team. You can't do it on your own. It's not just it, it's just not possible. Because you have weaknesses and you need to understand those weaknesses and bring people in around you who compensate for those weaknesses. And you, and you just can't, it's just too much to handle on your own. So I conceptualized, I built a team, and in building the team, I misstepped. I didn't bring on a tech co founder. I put together people who are hard workers who I know would help push this product to the next level. They would be willing to market. They'd be willing to do all this stuff. Except we have no tech experience, right? And, I, and I'm kicking myself now because of that and the mistakes. But, you know, you learn, right? And going forward now, anything that I ever get into... I realize that the product comes first. Not your sales, not your marketing, not what you're going to offer as packages to places when you start to sell it. Square one is the product. And how do you develop the product? With this podcast, for instance, all I, you know, I've been posting on social media about it, my own personal social media about it. But my focus right now is not getting ads. I don't care about that at the moment. My focus is on the product. I want to make this as great as possible. I want to make this a great experience for people. I want people to want to listen. I want to build this into a community. But my focus right now is on the product. So we put the sales and marketing team together. We start getting in the meetings and, and and all that, you know, good stuff. We start getting together. We're like, yeah, we need to do this, 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 and that. We make our first payment to the development company, and they're like, we're rolling, we're rolling. We get a you know, we get an estimation from the development company. And another misstep was in my this all falls on my shoulders. Another misstep was not getting a detailed layout of the work that the development team was doing in in this process, right? So they had sent me a scope of work and, the, and, and some milestones, but there was never a detailed layout of what was actually going into it and what the actual steps were. There were more broad overviews. It wasn't necessarily... You know, it wasn't necessarily individual things, right? And it wasn't, there was, there was, the problem with working with people overseas is that there's obviously a gap in communication because of the language barrier. 
very broken English. You know, you say one thing, they say yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they know what you're what you're talking about. You know, so you have to be careful. And I would suggest trying to go the co-founder route first. That way, you have someone who could communicate from a tech standpoint. So I I didn't get a, you know I I didn't get the detailed layout. I didn't get the specifics on what was going into it and a and a precise timeline as to what to expect. So we have our team, right? We have our, our I got my guys in there that that want to sell it. We have Danielle running our our social media and they send me the timeline. They expect it to be done in September. I read that as we're going to have the app in September. What an idiot. Another misstep. What an idiot, right? So in our heads, we go, okay, app will be ready in September. Let's go out and start to spread the word. We go to this huge event in Philadelphia. There's, you know, eight to ten thousand people there. We bring down signs. We all have. Sh- we get shirts made. You know, we have business cards to hand out to people. We're pestering people in a really good way. We did an unbelievable job. It was an un- it was an awesome experience. Awesome experience. Looking back on that, it was mistimed. However, it was still like I, I saw us all work together as a team, and we we went out and pushed push this thing. We were there, you know, five, six hours talking to people, uh, introducing ourselves. We gave out cash for prizes. We did a bunch of stuff. It was, it it was actually valuable experience. It really was. It was awesome, but it was a misstep. Another mistake. We went out there, we exposed ourselves so it's coming, it's coming, then we, you know, then we're putting on our social media that it's, you know, we start posting about that and it's coming in September. Then September comes around and you go, again, hindsight. I don't know why I didn't go, oh yeah, when we get the product, we're probably going to want to make a bunch of tweaks to it, <laughs> right? So then you get the, then you get the product, right? Yes, it was done in September, the end of September. It was done. But then we get it, and it's a bunch of, well, I didn't expect it to be this. It's not doing this. We need to do this. It's not performing this way. It needs to look this way. We need to add that. We need to add this. We need to add that. And from, you know, I did a bad job of controlling what we needed for our our most valuable our most valuable my god our minimally viable product and what we needed down the road and then it started to get into okay we're going to make these changes we'll have it in October we start to put it in October then we don't have it in October right and and then everyone starts to get worried but we told everyone this and we told everyone that and, you know, now it's not here and we don't have it. So everyone starts to panic a little bit and, you know, 
I never thought it was that big of a, you know, I could see, yes, people are disappointed. We promoted to a lot of people and, and I understand that. And, but our, our, our audience wasn't that large. And most of them were our friends and our family for listening. Still support us. We're, we're going to need it in the future. But we had a, a nice safety net because the people that we were marketing to, other than that, the event in um, August, were our friends and our family who will give us a second chance when it is ready to go. So... Yeah, we. I'm sorry. And we also did an event in October. You know, we raised money for Special Olympics. I had bat. We had a banner down there for people to take pictures in front of. Uh, we had products laid out. We had everything. It was awesome. It was incredible. It was another incredible experience. We did another great job marketing, gaining some followers on social media and all that and all that. Still, with the product not at the forefront, right? In hindsight, I would have done none of that. I would have done absolutely none of that. If I had to go back and start over, I would not do any of those events. I wouldn't start social media. I wouldn't do any of that until the product was ready. And that goes back to starting the, having the product first, right? If you are looking to do anything, start with the product. Do not market. Do not go and push things and tell people that without actually knowing the product is going to be ready. I wouldn't even do it. Even if you think the product's going to be ready, I wouldn't do it until the product is actually ready. I wouldn't post a single thing to social media. I wouldn't create a single, maybe create the accounts just to hold the handles, maybe to go that far. Even that, I would say, might be a stretch. I think that you need to start at the base, 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 base. And that is get to your most valuable, your, God, if I say most valuable one more time, minimally viable product, your MVP, right? Your baseline product, the thing that you can put out to just test the concept. I think our whole entire team has, including myself, has a vision of what this thing can be and what this idea can be, right? You talk to a bunch of people, they're like, this is a great idea. Oh my God, I wish I did this. I wish I did this. I thought of this years ago, but I never did it. I, you know, you hear all this, this great feedback on the idea and, and we have this massive vision for what this thing could be and, and in doing that, it's great, you know, doing that is, is good to an extent. However, you, you make another misstep and you start to throw yourself into a loop because every time you get a product or the updated version of the product, we're not seeing what we think the long-term goal is. When in fear, when... In actuality, we should just be seeing the minimally viable product. We should just be seeing what we need to get this out into people's hands. And I'm sure anyone who's listening, have whatever, your business major, whatever, I'm sure you're going, yeah, duh. It doesn't work that way. When you see something in your head, and if you as you're trying to do entrepreneurial things and you and you see visions in your head and you want to just go chase it, you make a lot of, especially if you have no experience, you make a lot of missteps. And that's how you learn though. Mistake it's you know, mistakes, 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 mistakes. It's it's more failures than it is actual achievements. 
but the achievements are when the achievements happen, they're much greater. They're much bit larger than the actual failures. Every failure is a lesson, right? So, looking back on all this, I have you know I feel a lot more confident today than I did last year about how to do this and how to go about this. So we do the event in October. We and then you know, I think our last post about the app was in December, and we haven't posted on social media since. Right, another mistake. We did, you know, build it all up, and then we go silent on social media. But for me, right now, that's okay, and I, I don't care about that. Because we need it to stop paying attention to all that, stop doing all that non, you know, all that stuff, and just figure out what we needed to get our baseline product. And that is what we've been working on for the past couple of months. Reared back on everything. Stop doing social media. Stop doing all this. You know, we can't, we're at a crossroads where, you know, we're going to need more funds to continue and we need a product. We absolutely need a product. And for for us right now, you know, everyone is at points in their lives, everyone who we have on the team right now, including myself, is at points in their lives where everyone is extremely busy. You know, everyone has careers and everyone has goals. It's a side thing for everyone, so it's hard, right? And it needs full attention. It does need full attention. But it can't be given right now because... It's not ready to be given that attention. So where we're at right now in the process is that we figured out what we needed. We figured out our three biggest problems. We figured out three solutions. We went back to the team in India because we had wavered from them. We were going to switch over to an in-house development team. and Yeah, we'll go down that road. We were going to switch over to an in-house development team. This was back in December... Um, or November, December, we were going to switch to an in-house development team. I had two people that I actually went to high school with who I had seen for the first time in a long time, bumped into them at a party, and excuse me one second, (laughs) bumped into them at a party, have you, you know, exchange pleasantries, blah, 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 have you been, what have you been up to, heard you're working on an app, oh, I do by the way, for the last couple of years, I've been doing this. I was like, oh, you don't say. We're looking to bring someone in. So over the next few weeks, we got together. We talked about the idea, what they saw the project as, you know, or what they thought the project would be, what we kind of, exp- what, what direction we wanted to go. We had talked about all these things, what we're going to do. I introduced them to the team. Again, another, you know, just a bunch of mistakes left and right looking back on this. I'm not kicking myself at all. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I got to go through these experiences. I'm not happy the way they turned out. I'm just happy that I got to go through the experiences and get these lessons and, and get my ass kicked and, you know, get emotionally beat up and mentally beat up 
because now I feel so much more confident and so much stronger to be able to, to go forward with these things. But, you know, we're, we're going to do this, this, and that. And then they get, they get the product from the developer and they go, we can't do anything with this. We're just going to need to start from scratch. So then the conversation changes, right? Because now they're, the scenario I just talked about a little bit ago where if, you, if you're lucky to find someone who is willing to take equity, then great. But just know that they're going to put a lot of time into building your product and a lot of their energy. And they should be compensated adequately. I once we figured out that we needed that, you know, we needed a fresh product, and they were just going to start from scratch. It then turned into okay, so we're going to, you know, we're going to need some more incentive to be a part of this project because we're taking on a huge risk. And from my mind. I don't know why, but I got, I shelled up and I didn't think when I, when I typically am forward thinking, I shut off and I, I didn't, you know, I, all I saw were the negatives or all I saw was what we didn't have. We didn't have capital to give them. And in my mind, I didn't have equity to give them because I was stupid and I'm thinking, oh, I, got to, I can't go below 51%. I got to stay mature. You know, you, you think all these crazy things, right? You think all these dumb things. And it ultimately hurts you in the end. Fifty-one percent of nothing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a better so ten percent of something is more than fifty-one percent of nothing right so instead of me being fearful of losing control I lost an asset to us instead instead of realizing that you need a team you need these people what does it matter if you have 51% 10 20 it doesn't matter you need to be willing to give it up so let's say if you're an aspiring entrepreneur you need to, one, recognize that you need a team, and two, be willing to give up whatever it takes. Because of that's the same thing I just said. 10% of, of something is better than 51% of nothing, right? You need to be able to be comfortable, get rid of your ego, throw that all out the window, and go, okay, these people are... And, and recognize... And recognize the talent you have in front of you and compensate them accordingly. If I could go back, I would 100% give, I would 100% be willing to give them way more than what I was offering because I was trying to protect myself. And in in doing so, I, I, I made another mistake. But lesson, you know, Lesson learned. So then we went through that fiasco. Then we came with the solutions. We went back to the developer in India. 
They were like, okay, that's, you know, we'll fix all this stuff for you. So as of right now, they were working on the solutions. We came up with the three major solutions for the three major problems that we had. I just got an email in the last couple of days saying that they are complete. We just need to do one or two more things uh, to, to be 100% go. But there has been progress. And no, the, the idea, the app is not dead. However, I need to take it down to a snail's pace and just focus on getting the product and nothing else. Because we can't market, we can't do anything like that, we can't do any of that without having a product. We just did all that. We sprinted out. We, you know, we were out out in the community and and raised money for Special Olympics. Sent a check in, you know, in Scene's name and this, that, and the other thing. And it was awesome. It was a great experience, but we fell flat on our face, and we still don't have a product to show for it. So. To me, it was just a waste of time, and I just put, you know, for, for myself and everyone involved, but, you know, for just to, I can't speak on, you know, I guess I can't speak for everyone else, but I know for myself, I feel like I just wasted 18 months of my life. Now, I just named all those lessons that I learned, so I should say I felt like I wasted 18 months of my life right after that deal fell through with the developers right after I was like we don't have a product I was like what the hell is going on what just happened you know alright let's get back on the horse and it was, you know but I was like you know uh, what the hell I just put do I want to continue to put all this effort in and the answer is yes but now knowing what I know, I'm going to start at square one and take this thing down to a snail's pace, knowing and having all the ammunition now that I, that I have as far as experience goes. And in my mind, just restart this process. And just remain patient, but don't overthink it. Don't try to run before you even crawl. And I would suggest anyone who's trying to start a business take that mindset. If you're, if you have an entrepreneurial spirit or an entrepreneurial mind, which I I think I do, with all these different projects that I'm trying to do, I you know I can see that. You know, nothing is going to be built overnight. You can't get to that massive vision in your head without taking that first step tomorrow or today. Starting at square one. You can't get, you know, you can't get to square ten without starting at square one. It doesn't work that way. And I know that's cliche to say, and people go, well, that's, whatever, you're just saying it. But, like... 
Seriously. You know, people, people like cliches, but they're cliches for reasons because they're true. Right? That they're, they're real. They happen, and people don't listen to them. People like just throw it aside. You just said, like, you, whatever. You know, you're just saying that because it's a cliche. Or you're just blah, blah, blah. You, you know. No, they're real. They have meaning behind them. Just keep working and just keep putting in the time day after day and building one step at a time towards your vision. And if you do that, you put the right step forward, you work on, you know, you have goals and you work towards them and you're, you know, you're being a good person and and you're continuing to develop or continuing to mold your mind. And this is what I mean by trying to mold your mindset is taking everything that you're learning all the mistakes, make mistakes. I encourage you to make mistakes. They're only going to make you better, right? Failures teach you way more than success does. But if you have this big vision in your head, break it down into simpler solutions. I think every, and I think that relates to everything in life, right? We're at this weird stage in life right now where everyone wants to talk about these problems that we have. And everyone's like, we need to, we need to, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. But no one actually wants to come up with solutions that make sense, right? Everyone wants to come up with these. So, Complex, very complex solutions, and everyone wants, I'm sorry, complex issues, complex problems, and everyone wants to come up with complex issues instead of simpler solutions that then build, you know, that then solve that complex issue. Even in my mind, I break it down as small as. If everyone just works on themselves and just gets better each and every day, in turn, everyone else around them gets better. And from there, it builds. You, you can't, you know, you don't, another cliche, you, you don't eat the whole pie or try to eat the whole pie in one bite. You take it slice by slice. You can't solve complex issues with complex solutions. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way in business. It doesn't work that way in life. So I encourage you to just take things step by step. You're trying to build an app don't put a sales and marketing team together without putting, without adding in a tech co-founder if you know nothing about the tech space. Don't go out and market your product before you have a product. Right? You're going to need to beta test that product. You're going to get the product. You're going to want to make changes. 
by the time you get the original product to the time that you actually launch the product, it's probably going to be a year. Or six months to a year, depending upon what the product, you know, what the product, what the product is. It's going to be a few years. You know, it usually takes around three years for a startup to actually get going. And we're right on, we're, we're working our way into that right now. Almost two years in, in September. So we're right in that prime. We're right in that, we're right in that circle right now with that, with scene. I think it's important more now than ever to slow it down to a snail's pace and take it one step at a time. And again, anything that you're trying to launch, I suggest you do the same. So I encourage you, again, one, to even start the start the process. If you have an idea in your head, don't just go, ah, it's dumb. That would never work. If you think it would work, go after it. Conceptualize it. Write it down. This podcast started three years ago when I had thought about doing a blog or some sort of, you know, everything that my mentor was teaching me. I was like, why don't we turn this into something? Why don't we share this with people? And on a page in a journal that I have, I wrote down molding the mindset three years ago. And then a natural progression of trying to start a blog and trying to do a couple of different things. I was writing a little bit. I tried to work with a different, with another person to write and think but it didn't work out. And this just made sense. This was a natural progression. This was organic. And nothing organic happens inorganic. Nothing organic happens inorganic. And the creative process is organic. You cannot force it. You can't rush it. It doesn't work that way. Things ebb and flow just like anything else. And you just ride the and you just ride it. Throughout that process of trying to build an app, I uh, where am I gonna find a developer? Where am I gonna find a lawyer? And I would just spin my wheel and then and then it happened. Because I was looking for it, right? If you go out looking for it, it's probably gonna find you. If you search hard enough, it's gonna take a while. If you search hard enough, you're gonna find the answers. I knew nothing. I graduated college with a history degree. I hated school. I didn't want to be there. I didn't, I never knew, the, you know, and, and now over 18 months, I've, I've worked on developing an app that we're going to have soon that will be out. We will launch it and we will put it into the app store. You will be able to use it. I moved to LA because I wanted to. I took a risk and bet on myself and quit my job and saw a bigger, you know, thing out there and just had to jump at it. You know, even starting this podcast, like I'm, I'm using all those lessons and, and trying to use it for this. So 
if you're trying to start something anything take your idea conceptualize it then start to reach out to people there's this amazing thing I don't know if you ever heard of it called Instagram talked about it in the last episode with with some dude named devs it's an amazing marketing tool no it's not weird to try and connect with people on there if you have an idea and you follow someone or see someone doesn't matter reach out to them if they say no that's on them but the more you do that it will come back to you if you have friends in your circle who are already capable of doing this then reach out to them Right, yo, I have this idea, but I want to work on this. But believe in yourself. Believe that you're going to be able to pull it off. Another great line, you have to have the audacity to think you can pull it off. The first time I was told that, it blew my mind. You have to have the audacity to think that you can pull anything off that you want to pull off. Whether it works out, that doesn't matter. You just need to make sure that if you want it, you go chase it. So when it comes to building a business or trying to get a business off the ground, make sure you believe in it. Then from there, conceptualize. From there, start to reach out to people. From there, take the product and start to and start to put it on a screen. Get with someone who knows anything about app designing. Look up app designers. If anyone needs an app design, you can reach out to AJ Picard. Shout out to AJ. Right, and then from there, go, okay, how do I get, to, how do, now how do I bring this thing to life? Right, how do we make this thing happen? Okay, I'm going to need funds. Okay, where do I start with that? Right, there's, mo- there's, there's so many ways that you can do that. Right, friends and family. Go to your closest friends. Go to your family. Uncles, cousins, nephews, aunts. Doesn't matter. Sit, doesn't matter. Say, hey, I have this idea. I'm looking for a little bit of cash, for a little bit of equity just to get this thing off the ground. You'd be surprised at how many people will go, oh, what's the idea? It, the minute you tell them about it and you sell it passionately, then they'll be in because you're family or you're a close friend. You know, from there... Okay, now you're, now you're working on the funds. Now you have the funds. Now, what's next? Okay, product first. Product first, product first, product first. Okay, how do I make this thing come to life? I need to reach out to a developer. I need to reach out to a manufacturer. Whatever. Or I can do it on my own. If you're, if you're lucky enough to be able to do it on your own, awesome. Start with the product first. Build the product, right? Then bring your team in. Your sales guys, your people that are your yourself, including if that's your strength. For me, I knew I'd be able to go out and push the product. I knew that was a strength of mine. But build your team accordingly, right? What do you know that you're not good at? Okay, I need so and so to do this. I need so and so to do that. And then the minute you have that together. After you have the completion of the product, 
then start to organically grow the product. Do not start to market the product until you have the product. Let it grow organically. (laughs) Just start pushing it word of mouth. And then from there, you can start your social medias. Or even do it, you know, uh, together. Right? Okay, let's create these accounts. Okay, we have these accounts. Now we can go out and we can push the product. Oh, here's the product. Go follow us on social media. Collect emails, get websites, stuff like that. Please start with the product. Do not do all that stuff and then not have anything to show for it. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just means you're going to make a lot of mistakes along the way and you're going to have a lot of headaches. But anyone can listen to this and, and hear all the stuff that I just went through and all the mistakes that I made and go, I got it. Then I feel then not then I feel good, even if it's just one person. I don't care. So recapping, just kind of did that, but we'll just put a you know put it into more into more organization here. When it comes to starting a business, always start with the product. Okay? And that, and what goes into that is obviously the idea. You need the root of it. You need the stem of it. You need the seed. I have this idea. Oh, I'm going to write this down. Okay? You're visualizing it, right? You're writing it down. Write it down. Get it out of your head. Get the idea out of your head. From there, build piece by piece. Okay, if I had this product, how would it work? What would it do? How would it help people? Okay, from there, okay. I understand that now. Now I need to visualize the thing. What would it look like? If someone was to hold it in their hand, what would they look what would it look like? Okay, this is what it would look like. Okay, now how do we bring it to life? How do we make it tangible? Okay, I need to find a developer. I need to find someone who has experience with this and knows how to build this product. Okay, they're not going to take equity. Okay, we need some funds. Okay, how do I go about getting funds? I reach out to my friends and family. Start with your friends and family. Then you can get into angel investing and you know your your series A and your series B whatever you know then you get into your later uh capital raises which is way down the road you're not even close to that yet i'm not even close to that yet you're not even close to that yet if you're just starting with this idea okay you get the developers on board whether it's through funds or equity doesn't matter you get them on board build the product bring it to life see it first in front of your eyes before anyone else sees it Make it tangible. Then take your sales and marketing team that you're that you bring in. You're gonna need people to help you push it, right? Then get with them. Then creatively decide how we're gonna go about pushing this and marketing this. 
then start to market it and build and build organically and start to and as you start to do that it was everything else will kind of start to come to fruition i can't go past that because i'm not past that yet i'm on the cusp of passing now it's, it's close it's coming And yes, if you believe in something, you're going to need to put a lot of time into it. Over 18 months, I would go to work 9 to 5. In the middle of working, I would do work for the app, start to try and build that. I would then go home, make phone calls because the company was in India. So I would be on the phone at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. I'd be emailing the team. I'd be conceptualizing the idea. I put a lot of emotion and energy into it I'm not I'm not ashamed or afraid to admit that yes I laid in bed some nights and tears were coming out of my eyes trying to figure out what I was doing and what was next and how this was even going to come to fruition I put my heart and soul into this idea that's why when all that stuff collapsed right there in December it felt like the world had caved in and I felt helpless. But now I've taken that and it's motivating me to do even more things and push myself even further. Like moving out to LA. Like doing this podcast consistently. And still making sure that scene will be ready to go soon. And I'm not focusing as much energy on it as I, am, as I was 18 months ago because it's not ready for that yet. Again, square one, it's not ready for that yet. But just know that you're, it's, it, it is, again, and I'll make this my last point. This process is one of the hardest things to do, and people will criticize you at the first chance they get. people from the outside your friends should support you if you have a good support system but people you know I had so many people go well when's it coming when's it coming ah whatever and you know oh it's still not here you know you're not whatever oh yeah shocker it's not here yet blah 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 like you're just gonna have you know the naysayers are gonna be there just don't listen to them or do listen to them turn whatever however you motivate yourself whatever but I tend to do that is, you know, I go, okay, I'm going to say that, watch this. So just know that this ride is not easy. You're going to have a lot of people with a lot of questions. And you better be ready for that pressure. But just make sure that, you know, you're still putting yourself first and just believing in yourself. Let them question, let them doubt. And when it comes time, and when it comes to things like, where am I going to find this? Or I don't even know this person. I don't, I don't know anyone with money. How am I going to find money? I don't know anyone with, uh, that's able to develop a product. I don't know that. Like the answers will come. Man, you just you just keep going, and the answers will come. So yes, it's going to be ups and downs. 
yes, if you're passionate about it, your emotions are going to get the best of you. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. But most importantly, when you make those mistakes, you learn from them. You gain valuable knowledge. You gain valuable experience. And you learn from those mistakes. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys were able to obtain some knowledge as far as what it takes to maybe, you know, to build a product and where to even start. If you would like to get into more specifics, I would love to to help you with that. If you have some ideas on where I can go and the direction that I can go, I'm all ears for that as well. I, I please reach out to me. If you want to talk about life, if you want to talk about anything, feedback for me for this podcast, criticism for this podcast, you know, some tips on how you think I can get better. I'm all ears. You can reach out to me at my email at rgosa105 at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at underscore BG219. And I would love to talk to you guys. I would love to talk to anyone that has any questions about anything or any feedback or criticisms for myself or tips for myself. I'm all ears. I want to hear it. Please reach out to me. I'm telling you, please reach out to me. I I want the criticism, I want the feedback. And if you have a question for me, I would love to help you as much as I can. Especially if it comes to, you know, a business or, you know, app development or how to raise funds or how to structure that or how to even conceptualize an idea or even feedback on an idea. I I, I think over the over the course of the last 18 months, I was, it has been pretty cool to work with others on their products and their ideas. Um, and give them feedback from my perspective. Um, so I, I would love to help you with any ideas that you had or any pro- or any project that you're working on. I would love to to hear about it and I would love to help you make it better or just give some you know just give some feedback. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Let's continue to get better. Let's continue to mold our mindsets. And I will see you guys, or talk to you guys, in the next one. I'm out. Thank you.